This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Good day to you. I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast is a daily digest of the day's events here in our fine state of Arizona. And we've made it to a Friday. You did it. It's March the 3rd. Let's find out what's happening in the news here in the Grand Canyon State. Well, despite an effort to withdraw an execution request warrant by the new AG, the Arizona Supreme Court has granted it anyway. KJZZ's Joe Ryan reports on what happened. One of the last acts of former Attorney General Mark Burnovich's office was to ask the court for a warrant to execute Aaron Gunches. Gunches had murdered his girlfriend's ex-husband. The state's high court action comes six weeks after the current Attorney General Chris Mays' office said it would temporarily stop seeking execution orders for death row prisoners. Governor Katie Hobbs had ordered a review of death penalty procedures after past mismanagements and scandals. But the court granted the warrant for Gunches anyway, saying that certain appellate proceedings had all concluded. He is scheduled to be executed in April. Jill Ryan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Biden administration is proposing changes to the census form. It says those changes would allow for more detailed data about respondents' racial and ethnic backgrounds. Lisa Magana is Associate Dean of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion at ASU's College of Liberal Arts and Sciences. She told KJZZ's The Show that the changes could bring a more detailed analysis of demographics. The term that comes up a lot is this idea of intersectionality, meaning not only are we looking at race, but maybe what generation you are, what country you're from. Do you see yourself as white? Are you Afro-Latino? She added when communities are undercounted, it can impact their access to resources. A conservative institute and progressive activist group are separately suing Phoenix over contract negotiations with the police union. The current deal between the city and the Phoenix Law Enforcement Association is set to expire at the end of June. Matthew Casey has more on that. A lawsuit by Poder in Action accuses Phoenix of breaking its own city code, which requires public access to and comment on a draft contract the union was supposed to submit but didn't. Poder in Action wants a judge to halt secret talks now underway so the city can rewind and redo the process. A separate lawsuit by the Goldwater Institute accuses Phoenix of illegally withholding public records related to the negotiations. The police union says a letter of intent to bargain was sent to the city instead of a draft contract because other unions with which Phoenix negotiates have done the same thing for years. Matthew Casey, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Arizona Republican Representative Matt Gress wants to expand a state law that provides a tax credit for children to also include the number of months a person is pregnant. Jill Ryan is back with more on that. Under current law, tax credits only kick in the year a baby is born. House Bill 2501 would provide a prorated tax credit to pregnant people based on the number of months they were pregnant in the tax year prior to birth. Gress says that will help cover pre-birth expenses. There still are costs, pregnancy-related costs, that expectant families go through either doctor's visits or getting the baby room, baby's room set up or, or what have you. The bill makes no mention of how the credit would apply if there is a latent pregnancy miscarriage, a stillborn, or other prenatal issues that may result in a birth, but not a live baby. If passed, HB 2401 would apply retroactively to January 1, 2023. It was given preliminary approval by the House. Jill Ryan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. 
Cindy McCain has been appointed as executive director of the United Nations World Food Program. Greg Hawney has some details. The World Food Program is a humanitarian organization that delivers food in emergencies and works to combat hunger. The WFP says it assisted nearly 160 million people in 2022. McCain, the widow of Arizona's longtime Senator John McCain, serves as the U.S. Ambassador and Permanent Representative to the U.N. Food and Agriculture Agencies in Rome. That office works to provide emergency food services and food safety. Greg Hani, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Claims of racial discrimination in a lawsuit by a black football coach against the NFL and the Arizona Cardinals won't go directly to a jury. Matthew Casey is back to tell us that the case brought last April by Steve Wilkes will instead be sent to arbitration. The decision is a win for the Cardinals and owner Michael Bidwill. A team spokesman did not comment. Wilkes claims he was wrongfully fired after one season as head coach. Wilkes has alleged that he was treated differently than the white general manager who was convicted of DUI and kept his job. District Judge Valerie Caproni writes that Wilkes agreed in his contract to arbitrate all disputes with the Cardinals and the NFL commissioner is the arbitrator. Caproni notes that ordering arbitration creates a risk for a biased result, but the judge retains the power to throw out the commissioner's decision. Matthew Casey, KJZZ News, Phoenix. It's been 20 years since the Department of Homeland Security was established amid a wave of heightened focus on national security after 9-11. But it also intensified a crackdown at the U.S.-Mexico border known as prevention through deterrence. From the front terrorist task in Tucson, Elisa Resnick marks the anniversary. This is a set of border policies that began in the 90s to deter people from crossing without permission. Urban areas were staffed with more border patrol agents and lined with walls. Dora Rodriguez, a humanitarian worker in Tucson, says those steps never stop people from making the journey. Nothing will stop people from coming if they're fleeing fear, if they're fleeing violence or hunger. Rodriguez fled El Salvador to civil war in the 80s and almost died crossing the Arizona desert herself. She says instead of stemming migration, these deterrence policies have only made the journey more deadly. At least 4,000 people have died crossing the border in Arizona alone since the 90s. Alicia Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. The Arizona Jewish Historical Society is offering people a unique virtual reality experience. Christina Astis reports on the Heritage Center's newest edition. For more than two years, Anne Frank and her family hid in an Amsterdam attic during the Nazi occupation. Her diary became the most famous first-hand account of Jewish life during World War II. Arizona Jewish Historical Society Executive Director Lawrence Bell says visitors can experience Anne's shelter through virtual reality. You're able to turn like a 360 any direction you want. So you can sort of make a full circle and turn all the way around and you'll see all sorts of the the viewpoint changes. It gives you a sense of what it would have been like to have to live there and not be able to go outside. The virtual reality experience and museum admission is being provided at no cost this Monday. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Staying in the art scene, Tucson's annual Festival of Books takes place this Saturday and Sunday. The festival's director, Melanie Morgan, says about 300 authors from debuts to bestsellers will be there. I think people don't realize, A, that you get to meet some of your favorite authors and hear them talk about their process, which is 
you know, I mean, yes, it's an intellectual pursuit and, and maybe not everyone is a huge fan of that, but these people have big personalities and they're a lot of fun. Tucson native Linda Rodstadt and U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders will make separate appearances. The free two-day festival at the University of Arizona Mall is expected to attract 140,000 visitors to Tucson. In sports, speaking of Tucson basketball, the Arizona women fell to UCLA in the Pac-12 tournament last night, 73-59. Meanwhile, the Pac-12 men are still in regular season play. The eighth-ranked Wildcat men did beat USC in Los Angeles last night, 87-81. Meanwhile, Crosstown ASU lost to UCLA, 79-61. In the pros, after a successful debut for Kevin Durant, the Suns will play in Chicago tonight against the Bulls. And in hockey, the Coyotes are back home for the Carolina Hurricanes in Tempe. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this Friday, March the 3rd. I'm Phil Latzman. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll catch up again on Monday.